0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Bucket List Bitch Podcast. I am your host, Sam Martalewski, and this is episode 5. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about rage rooms. You may be wondering what is a rage room, so we'll get into that real quick. I just wanted to briefly recap last week's episode about Las Vegas. You know when you finish like a project and then you think you like missed something, but you're like, "Ah, I don't know, it's probably okay, I probably didn't miss anything. I feel like I missed a couple things that I forgot to mention in the last episode. And a couple of those things are things that I didn't have time to do or we were unable to do in Las Vegas that I really think if you're going there, you should definitely check it out because I was curious about it myself. Uh, Some things that like are pretty big that I might have just missed. One is uh, Hell's Kitchen, which is the Gordon Ramsay restaurant that is right outside of Caesar's Palace. It is part of Caesar's Palace. So it's really hard to get a reservation. So plan ahead. But I know you can't plan too far ahead just you got to keep checking if you are interested in checking out Gordon Ramsey's Hell's Kitchen restaurant I do believe it's one of if not the only Hell's Kitchen in the world I might be wrong about that there might be one somewhere in Europe where he is from we were really sad that we weren't able to go to Hell's Kitchen so we would definitely check it out and another thing is the Eiffel Tower and like all that area where it's like the fake Paris like Arc de Triomphe I walked past it, but we did not go into the Eiffel Tower like the fake Eiffel Tower. I know there's a restaurant up there which is pretty cool. We just didn't have time so I would definitely check it out uh, another time if I went back you know the second or third time. So I just wanted to mention those things because like there's so many things to do right on the strip like right in that main hub area that I didn't want you to miss it or you thought I missed it. Next time I go to Vegas I definitely want to check out the Flamingo Hotel. There's a long history of like Bugsy Malone I think his name is that like made Vegas to what it is now and I think It'd be cool to see the flamingo. And I also really love pink. It's my favorite color. It just looks like a little more cheesy, but still fun. Classy Las Vegas, and it's right across the way from Caesar's Palace. So it's like right there. And they, I think, have flamingos there. I really like the aesthetic. I know they have like the Vegas showgirls and probably a bit more of like that kind of like classic Vegas. So I would definitely check that out the next time. So yeah, I just wanted to mention those things before I get into the rage room. I also want to mention I am a little stuffed up today. I've noticed like yesterday I was a little stuffed up up last night and my nose is just a little congested maybe it's allergies it is spring finally oh my god although it snowed and it's gonna be snowing again this next couple days or yeah for I'm filming right now it's usually a Friday so tomorrow and Saturday it's gonna be snowing so like fuck spring I guess that's Wisconsin for you and my birthday is next week so it better quit it <laughs> Uh, but yes, spring is here, which means it is Aries season. Aries, like myself, it is our time to shine. We may have the uh, reputation of being impulsive and spontaneous and and wild, and always apparently wanting to be in a fight. I don't know if that's always true. I know there is a lot of another stereotype to Aries, which is we're sensitive, and we're overwhelmed, and we're stressed out because we have so many emotions. And I really believe that is true. We are spicy, but I also think we're misunderstood, and we're soft on the inside tough exterior on the outside, but it is our season, and I thought it'd be really, really funny to do an episode on Rage Rooms, which I have done, and it was already on my bucket list. It is a fun date idea as well. I went with Steven, of course. He's usually my partner in crime, and there is several across the United States, but the one I'm going to be talking about today is in Milwaukee, or like a suburb of Milwaukee, called Bustin' Stuff. It is owned by this super fun guy who just wanted to, was in a different career in his life and just wanted to open this fun business and they continue to keep in business after the pandemic, which I'm really happy to hear. And it's in this big ass warehouse that you just smash stuff. And that's essentially what it is. A rage room is a place where they have a bunch of like props, breakable things like plates and you can use like bats and golf clubs and sledgehammers and you just break stuff. In this room, you are allowed to break stuff, and it is part of the whole damn thing. So let's get into rage rooms, what they are, where they came from, and what you end up doing there. So a rage room is also known as a smash room or an anger room, and yes, I'm reading this straight from Wikipedia, because other people can say it better than I can. It is a room where people can vent their rage by destroying objects. It is usually by a rental basis, where it's like an hour or less. Really up to you how much you want to do it. You can also do parties. You can go by yourself. The owner of the bus and stuff in Milwaukee mentioned that a lot of people use it to work out because it is a workout. It really is. And it actually, fun fact, first fun fact of the episode is statistics show that most customers for Rage Rooms are women. And I don't blame us. I think I thought of this more than (laughs) Stephen. I really do. And my sister said she had done it as well. And like anybody I talk to, it's usually women because we have a lot of stress. We have a lot of things we're going through, a lot of shit we have to deal with. So that statistic totally makes sense. A lot of people think Studies show it's actually not effective or appropriate for people with actual, like, legitimate anger management issues. So maybe don't use this as a substitute. I think anger management, you're supposed to be doing the opposite. This is just a way to vent. So if you don't have, like, straight-up anger management or, like, road rage and stuff like that, if it's just, like, you are stressed, pent-up, anger, but you're not, like, Andy Bernard kind of anger, (laughs) I think it's definitely a viable and fun thing to do that is unique It's a fun experience and I definitely think it's a once in a... I think it's definitely something you should check out just for funsies. So Rage Rooms may typically include like a living room or kitchen setting with furnishings. They have things like desks and television sets. We went also, they had cabinets, so it is kind of like... So it's like a simulation where like in real life you really can't go into like a kitchen and want to smash a bunch of plates and mugs. You might, but that, that gets expensive, right? So why not go to a place where you can rent that equipment, if you will, It's replaceable and that's what you're there for, to smash mugs and plates, but also like furniture and really just go and do all the things that like your impulsive thoughts stop you from doing. This way you can actually let that out and do it in a safe manner and in a closed space with like equipment and goggles and like a jumpsuit in an environment where you know you are protected and you don't have to worry about liability issues from like the equipment because that's what you're there for. And sometimes you're actually able to bring your own possessions. I do believe they do that at bus and stuff. I could be incorrect but you can bring like vases or something that you're like maybe you're going through a rough breakup and you want to break something in a safe place to do so. I do believe you can do that. The first rage rooms were likely in Japan in 2008 or earlier. It doesn't look like there's not like one pinpoint place of when it actually started. But Japan is very innovative so that makes sense to me and it's now all over the world and apparently uh, based on the statistic today there are hundreds of rage rooms operated in cities across the United States. Apparently I'm just a Wikipedia queen today but a lot of this I'm getting from is Wikipedia so check out the article about the effectiveness of managing anger and it's not meant to be like the scientific thing. It's meant to just have fun. I would say unless you're gonna do it for like exercise it's probably not 1000% healthy to constantly, for one, spending all your money on a rage room. Maybe just make your own eventually. If you own a business or like a home or like a safe space to do that, I don't know why you would, but hey, I don't know. You know, I wouldn't do it on on the regular... It's not something you should do and studies say that it's not, like we said, a great way to manage your anger. In some cases, uh, it may actually make you more angry because you're in that state of mind. I recommend, and so does this article and probably anyone else, you know, I'm no doctor, obviously, but that, you know... Maybe using your anger in other ways, like therapy is probably the best way to do so. But maybe for like a fun, like you're going with your friends or a date, like I said, or just wanting to try it one time or like in a party once or twice, you know, in a year less than that. I think it's fun. It's definitely just like a novelty for me is how I saw it. It's somewhere that it was so much going on, both like stimulation, but also it was a workout that I don't know unless I did it like a different version. And I'll explain what I mean in a minute. I don't think I would do that again. It was a lot of work and I have very, very weak arms. I struggle to pick up really heavy things. I'm not muscular by any means. So it's something that I wouldn't end up doing more than once. I went to this place, bust and stuff because I had gotten a gift card for me and Steve even right before the pandemic started and of course we had to wait until like I think we went last year so it's something that like I wouldn't do on the regular great benefit to a rage room versus like you know raging out (laughs) at someone else's house or your own is like I said safety you will have a uniform if you will you'll have a jumpsuit gloves a And you will have goggles. You'll always wear like eye protection and like coveralls and gloves. And you will also usually have to, if not almost, you should sign a liability waiver for the business's behalf. This place, bus and Stuff, also had like a paint version, I believe, is what he was saying. I would love to try the paint one. I feel like that's a little less like strenuous, but still like... Rage and fun and get your you know, frustrations out. So <laughs> yeah, when we went, I think we I swear we went last year during airy season, sleigh, we went there and like I said, it was in like this a warehouse. Big old warehouse, empty warehouse. And you know, there's not a lot of people in there. They set you up. You probably sign a waiver. I think we did it beforehand. I usually do the waiver signing like beforehand, so then you just get right to the activity of what you're doing. Anywhere, I do that with pretty much anything. Just, you know, get it out of the way. And we got in our overalls and we got in our, not overalls in our jumpsuit, like coveralls, gloves, and glasses, and we took some photos because the guy was really funny. And then uh, Steven went in the room and he turned, the guy that owns it, he turned on like music by your request. We just didn't really care about the music. We just let him pick and he picked like heavy metals that was funny very on theme so you will go by yourself you won't go with another person because of course that's a f- dangerous as well flying objects by yourself you're more in control and with that you purchased like props to buy you have like the furniture that's already in there and already kind of broken down but still able to destroy but you also get like with your purchase like plates and mugs and like you get in this bin and the guy sets up the room for all that you get to pick your quote unquote you know weapon or whatever of choice if you will and then there's like this window after the door is closed and you're ready and it's safe for you to start you know destroying stuff there's a window like a viewing platform like a viewing window a couple of them and you can then view the person that is in the rage room what they're doing so yeah Steven did it he was going ham and then I was like it is my turn I get the gist same music heavy metal having a gay old time i get in there and my weapon that i decide i think originally was the golf club because it's small it's slender it's light but it does have some power at the very end of the golf club and i broke a filing cabinet Uh, and I remember (laughs) Steven and the guy saying to me, well, she's got a lot of power for being that little body. And you're right, because it's Aerie season. It's my time to shine. And boy, was it ever. I just, I got in my manic mood as I do and I was having fun. But boy, was it a workout. Like I said, I don't know if I would ever do it anytime soon again. I would like to try the other version of their rage room with like the paint and have a little bit more of artistic fun. My thoughts after the experience, it is very, very fun. You get to scream, you get to be loud, you get to break stuff. But I wouldn't say it was something that like, I found to be the biggest stress reliever. It was fun and I obviously have a lot of rage. (laughs) and I had a lot of power once you know you're in that moment but I feel like I would use other techniques to relieve stress like I usually listen to music that uplifts me or have positive things such as like if I'm really upset I will try to watch funny videos or watch one of my favorite movies or tv shows I tend to do that rather than like build up that anger and then release that anger in that way I mean of course I get really like I said spicy but I feel like I don't want to dwell too much into the anger. I do find myself like many of us do dwelling on the negative. And as I've gotten older, I've tried to hone that in a little bit and try to not focus too much on the negative. I know we are all humans and that we tend to dwell and like to spill tea and all that jazz, but I try to really, my brain is able to like switch that off once I'm like aware of it. I'm, I'm, i am pride myself on being very self-aware. I I feel like it's one of my superpowers and I really use that in my humor as well. So I, I know I get caught up in a moment, but I wouldn't use a rage room to like really release that tension. I would say go into a rage room to have that fun experience do it as a fun lighthearted experience rather than as a substitution for anchor management like this article says it all makes sense now it's full circle i totally get it would i recommend a rage room absolutely but use, you know, your discretion. Go to a good place. Recommend bus and stuff in Milwaukee if you are in the Midwest area. But like I said uh, previously, like the uh, article said, rage rooms are just about anywhere in the United States. I'm sure almost every state has one. So yeah, I definitely would recommend it as a fun experience. And definitely do it during eerie season. The Aries are out. We are a little crazy. Just right now. Just let us have it. Let us have our season. So yeah, would you try a Rage Room? I think you should. I think anybody listening, do it as a fun girls day. Do it as a fun date night. Do it fun. with Have a fun you know, day with your siblings or family, go for it. It's a great way to like also get to know the people or person you're with. We really had so much fun. And then afterwards we like post for photos. I will post those of course on my Instagram uh, all about that experience as well just to get, you know, photographic proof. And yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Check this place out. I, I think, look, they're, you know, not too bad in price usually. I think we're where's was like 50 bucks a person, maybe cheaper, maybe a little more. I don't know. Don't do it too often. It won't break your bank too much. If you just want to do a bucket list item, definitely check it out. So that was episode five. Thank you so much for tuning in. I just wanted to say thank you again to all who are listening still. I know I've kind of been slacking and trying to promote this thing. I know I'll get back into it, but I'm going to be real. With y'all. I'm going through it. I'm I'm having depressive episodes, but I know that spring is here now. But yeah, I just want to be honest that I've just been honestly through it. I've mentioned that in the last episode or two. Life has just been really strange. It's been fairly demotivating right now. But it being airy season, being my birthday month coming up, it being spring, so you know the days are longer, the sun is setting a little bit later. The vibes are getting a little bit better. I think I'll feel a little bit more inspired as time goes on. So thank you for listening and supporting the show. I truly, truly appreciate it. I hope you all have a great weekend. I know I will. It's Stephen and I's five years of our being together as a couple. Not our wedding anniversary. I know that gets confusing. We celebrate the weird milestones. We celebrate like our first date, our first you know time saying boyfriend and girlfriend, our engagement anniversary, stuff like that. And our birthdays are only about week after our uh dating anniversary so right around this time of the year is always really fun because like we celebrate our anniversary every year and then our birthdays but then our wedding anniversary is until October so yeah we're gonna be going out to one of our favorite restaurants in Madison so we are I'm so excited is the food the pasta is immaculate it's so good i can't i'm so excited let me know if you're planning on doing a rage room have you ever thought of it check out my instagram post in that comments there for now while i figure out my website i promise i promise it's getting there i'm usually a lot better about getting stuff done but like I said I've just been going through you guys I know we probably all have during the damn winter time do something you wouldn't normally do do something spontaneous and impulsive like us Aries typically do put yourself in the shoes of an Aries do something funny unique this weekend or next weekend I am gonna hold you to it <laughs> <laughs> also, I just want to note before I end this episode, there will be no episode next week because I my next episode will be all about my trip, my birthday trip, with all new bucket list items I have checked off and a bunch of recommendations for bucket list items to do in Chicago that I had already previously done or things that I still... Probably won't be doing on this trip that I plan to do in the future. So just letting you know that there will not be a new episode because it's my birthday, not my birthday next week. I just won't have time. That's when we're leaving for our trip and I usually record on Friday. So just be aware of that if you're wondering. And I will see you next, next week for an episode all about my bucket list adventures in Chicago. Anyways, like I said, I hope you have a great weekend. Stay safe out there. Do things that are different. I, I really, I think that's the most important part of this podcast. I want this podcast to, like I always say, to be an inspiration and to motivate you to do things a little differently, to seek that discomfort. I really think it's super important to get a new perspective on life by doing unique things that maybe you're not doing on a weekly basis and just going for it, trying a new food, trying a new place, trying a new activity. I think it's super important to constantly, you know, to really feel that part of your brain and just go for it. So like I said, be an Aries for these couple, Weeks, we have a couple about a little less than a month left now. Do the things that make you happy and try a new experience. I guarantee it's gonna feel amazing. Everybody has a story to tell what will be yours. Bye. The Bucketless Bitch podcast is brought to you by host Sam Martlewski. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of The Bucketless Bitch, reach out to me on my Instagram at The Bucketless Bitch Pod. Mm-hmm.